and Nick. Welcome to that Superhero Thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me as always, he has been chosen by me to, to do the podcast. <laughs> Kinda, there wasn't anybody else. It's Anthony, you alright? Yeah, that, that was shit. That was better, it was better than just a, here's my co-host. Shut up Anthony. How are you anyway, you alright? Yeah, good mate, you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm a bit sad that what is finished. I, it's, I can't believe it's finished already. Um... I feel like it's a bit bittersweet. Well, you're a bit glad it's over. Yeah. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no. I, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it was time to end it. Yeah, it needed to wrap up now, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit sad and stressed, though, that we've got nothing else Disney Marvel Plus for six weeks. I know. So it's six empty weeks. Yeah. Where we've got to think of things to put in the podcast. Don't, don't leave us. Don't leave us. <laughs> we've got lots of interesting stuff, it kind of. We've got, what have we got next week? I don't put me on Venom. Spot. Venom next got week. Got Venom next week. We've yeah. got a uh, Halloween special. Yeah. We've got, which you guys are voting for as we speak on Twitter. It looks yeah. like Blade's going to win. We've got Army of Thieves. Yeah. We've got, I'll think of something else in a minute. Eternals. Eternals on the 5th of November. Yeah. That's coming. And we've got Ghostbusters. I want to say Ghostbusters as oh before. Gosh. That's going to be cracking as well. I'm can't so wait. excited. Can't wait for that. Before we get into anything though, we know Venom came out last week. But it didn't come out in the UK last week. No. So that's why we've not that's why we've not reviewed it yet. It's not yeah. out till the fifteenth of October in the UK. So we will be doing our review next weekend. Yeah. We did send Sony multiple emails and ask them to send it to us and they just blanked us. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it is it is what it is. If you uh, want to tweet Sony uh, just as much as you want and tell them to send it to us a few days uh, early, then we can release the podcast. I, lo- I love this industry. <laughs> it's boss, isn't it? It's boss. It doesn't love us. <laughs> it doesn't love us at all. Anyway, we have got lots to talk about on this week's show. Uh, so we'll be breaking down all the latest comic book movie news. There's loads of news this week, Anthony. Uh, some of the bits we got, we've got huge Daredevil rumours, loads of Daredevil rumours. I've the seen they've online. started making the rounds again. Loads. Of, they always are, but there's, yeah. there's some really interesting ones this week. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, an update on Scarlett Johansson's Disney lawsuit. Yes. That's sort of resolved. And there's a potential Hollywood strike. That's scary. Oh, and then, no. talking of scary stuff, we have got the new trailer for Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon oh, City. Good segue. Which is not necessarily <laughs> scary in the right way. We'll then be giving you our full breakdown and review of the What If season finale before discussing your thoughts and theories in this week's Podfans Assemble. This is also your spoiler warning. There will be spoilers and speculation throughout the episode. If you'd like to skip ahead to the Resident Evil trailer review, the What If review, or Podfans Assemble, then we'll put timestamps in the description like we always do. Don't know. Don't skip ahead. Just listen. Just listen to the whole thing. Or if you want to, just like jump around, start with Podfans Assemble, then go back to the news, then do What If. Wow. You, you Living do, the rock and roll lifestyle. You do you. That's what we allow you to do. <laughs> do it how you want. News then. So we've had one story wrap up this week with the What If season finale, but we've also had another saga come to an end. So ScarJo versus Mickey Mouse is finally over. Yeah. ScarJo won. Did she win? She won. That, she won. Well, okay. I would say she won. Her and Disney have agreed on a settlement uh, after the lawsuit. It's not been confirmed exactly how much she's got, but Deadline's reporting it's over $40 million. I'd are. say she's won. <laughs> that's a, that's well, a, that's a big second, win. Well, the second that you say that they've gone with the settlement, it means that they knew were they pretty, were wrong. Well, not just knew that they were wrong, but pretty certain that they were probably going to lose a court case. Yeah, probably, yeah. That You know, most people settle because 
they know that, they're going to that's going to that's going to be the most likely outcome that's it isn't it apparently she's not getting all the money in one lump sum it's going to be i don't know how they're going to do it like like a, a week pennies <laughs> yeah she's just going to get pence one million pounds of pennies <laughs> every other shipped day. to her <laughs> in jars <laughs> that's it that's the settlement that's what she's going to deal with uh moving forward to be fair it does look like they're mates again both scarlett and disney have said that they look forward to working together in the future and their tower of terror movie is still very much in the works so yeah. it's good news though isn't it because i suppose yeah. it kind of leaves the door open for more MCU appearances, whether yeah. it's flashbacks, I don't really want them to bring her back. No, to back back to life, but flashbacks, maybe season two. What if? Although we'll get into it. Lake Bell did a cracking job in the in yeah, this week's episode. Uh, a bit more news then. So Umbrella Academy season three. We said last week that Netflix's to dumb. I can't not do it. To dumb event was <laughs> a little sorry. Was a little disappointing when it came to Umbrella Academy, but it looks like Netflix have heard us and everybody else moaning that we didn't really get much because they've dropped a couple of promos. Neither of them have got any footage in them. They're all like animated, but they do confirm that the series is going to be coming in 2022. Okay. Which I kind of felt like was obvious. Would have been surprised if it was 2023. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be 2023, but Netflix have a terrible habit of announcing it and then it's here within two months. That's what I was thinking. So, I was thinking if they're giving us dates and stuff now, it's probably going to be But then, to be, be fair, we, for all we know, it could be January 2022. Could be. They don't if, if they're just saying 2022, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in November, December next year. I would imagine it will be in the next six months if they're dropping yeah. stuff. I know Stranger Things was kind of different. But that was because of COVID. Well, they did they it started with, advertising um, and then COVID happened. They did it with, I know it's not comic book, but Tick, Tick, Boom. Like, it's a it's a film that I'm really excited for. It's Andrew Garfield, funnily enough. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen this. So yeah. it's a musical and it's the guy who wrote Rent that's doing that, that, that wrote this as well. And they, did, they dropped like one teaser trailer for it about two months ago. Yeah. And then there's a new trailer come out. And then at the end of the trailer, it's like out in November. That's amazing. So I was like, oh. Yeah. That's come around quick. So, fingers crossed, it will be the, uh, so, be the yeah. same here. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Obviously, we're not having a review. We've said this. And we're not going to spoil anything. Because there's no. loads of news this week about Venom, Let There Be Carnage from, like, after credits. I've really tried to avoid it not, as I much as I can. I've just, I've just embraced it now. But, anyway, <laughs> there is a, a bit of news that we will discuss. Uh, opening weekend box office and the reviews. So, it's killing it at the box office. It's expected to do over $110 million in its first week. So, it's smashing it there. Uh, reviews, mixed. Some people seem to love it. Some people say it's awful. Uh, it seems oh, to be wow. the critics. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, for instance, critics rating is 59%, but the audience rating is 85%. Oh, wow, okay. So, it's going down quite well with the fans. I think... Yeah. I think it just depends on what you what you're looking for. I think if yeah. you're looking for a serious movie, it, this ain't it. No. But if you're just looking for a popcorn movie that's a bit of a laugh, I think it'll be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward when, to when it. When we eventually get it in 17 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, but I said we will let you know exactly what we think next week. Uh, James Gunn. James Gunn has been on Twitter this week, as he does, because he's just like getting involved. James Gunn on Twitter, yeah. doesn't he? always. He has dropped some, in my opinion, pretty big pieces of news. So on Saturday... He posted the banner image for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we've already seen, yeah. with a tweet saying, in my incredibly subjective and admittedly often odd opinion, we'll be introducing one of the greatest MCU characters of all time. Now, people are going mental over this, saying it's going to be Adam Warlock, it's going to be Nova. I I think the fact that he said odd makes me think it's going to be a bit of a joke yeah. character. Yeah. And I think a few people are saying Santa. Could be Santa because it's a Guardians of the Galaxy 
holiday special. I I wouldn't get your hopes up for this one. I don't think this is going to be some huge MCU character we've been waiting for for years. It's going to be like Groot's Nan or something. It's going to be something proper random. Groot's Nan. Which would be amazing, but it's not going to be... It's not... I, I don't think Do it's going to be... Do you reckon she does massive. weaving instead of knitting? Yeah, amazing. I like it. I like it. Then, on Sunday, he took the Twitter again, and in the middle of a conversation, he tweeted, yes, I'm developing another DC project besides Peacemaker, which is good because Suicide Squad was amazing. Yeah. Peacemaker, we'll talk about that in a bit. That looks fantastic. Uh, He has said in the past that he'd like to work with Margot Robbie again, so it could be another Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. But apparently, I read, according to um, comicbookmovie.com, Warner Brothers had originally wanted Gunn to take on a Superman movie, so Um, there's a possibility that that could be it. Yeah. I suppose. What, what what would you think of a, a Man of Steel sequel done by James Gunn? Do you think it'd fit? I don't know. His tone? James Gunn's style is very polar opposite to, to the Snyder. Superman as we've ever known him. Yeah. No matter what director Snyder. has taken hold of Superman, James Gunn's approach is totally different. He's got... It's still... I suppose if you compare it to Snyder, which is obviously where Man of Steel is and basically every Superman in the DCEU, yeah. he's still got a very dark tone. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it's very... It's very different at the same time. But I kind of want to see it. I could imagine a Batman done by James Gunn. With all the villains? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I could imagine, like, he could do, uh, is it Injustice or something like that? He could be doing something along those lines and playing with the villains again. That would be something that I would find quite cool. Yeah. I love the Batman villains. Like, Batman's always been my favourite out of the DC because of the villains. Um. So something like that, I'd, I'd be I really I just think like James Gunn doing Joker and Penguin. I know, could you imagine? So, and the so Riddler. Good. And the Riddler as well, yeah. Yeah. Fingers like, I just crossed. think, like, the outlandishness of all of those types of characters, he would just have an absolute field day with them. Poison Ivy, like, d- Freeze, like, every, like anyone... Oh, that Mr. Be- Freeze done by James Gunn. Can you imagine? That would be so good. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, though. No, I'd... I'd, I'd love to see it. I don't think it will, but, route. like... If, if we found out that the project was something like that, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Even if it was just called Arkham Asylum or something like that, and it was yes. about them all being incarcerated and yeah. escaping or something like that. Yeah. Well, we've got, again, decent segue. Like this, we're doing well here this week, aren't we? We've got uh, DC Fandom coming next week. Okay. So maybe we'll get a bit more news. There's going to be big reveals on that. So that's uh, next Saturday, October 16th. I proper looking forward to that they released a a couple of promos this week one of them was just a list of all the people who were going to be in it or you know presenting things basically all the dc stars and then yesterday i think they did they released a promo with loads of snippets of footage um basically from loads of upcoming projects so we saw a little new bit of footage from the batman okay we saw our first look at black adam don't think we've seen any footage from, oh, no, we from the set yet. yet it was literally just the rock's head that that was it basically (laughs) it was like two frames of the rock's head and then we saw a few shots of Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad game which is going to be amazing because it's from the same people who made the Arkham games oh okay so that should be good I love the Arkham Uh, games it also confirms at the end of the promo that we are definitely getting the new trailer for the Batman so it's going to be a lot to talk about Um, next week please text me because I'll be on stage you will be on stage I will yeah well you're going to have to watch it because we will and next week's episode because it's going to be released on Sunday as well as Venom, we will be doing a full breakdown of DC yeah. fandom. So Anthony is going to have... I'll watch it live, and he's going to be up all night. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> watching it. On the subject of DC and Warner Brothers, though, Warner Brothers have released as well a few bits of footage from a HBO Max Europe launch event, because HBO Max is out in Europe, not in the UK. It's going to be a few years before we get it in the UK because of the deal with Sky. Uh, but they released a few teasers, or bitter footage anyway. So they released uh, a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon <gasps> teaser trailer oh, okay. with Matt Smith. Meh. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I loved Game of Thrones. How does I, Matt Smith look blonde? It's like Matt Smith with a blonde wig, <laughs> basically. <laughs> nothing special. It sounds like it just doesn't fit. It doesn't really, though. No, doesn't it? No. Okay, I thought just picture, so. Just picture Matt Smith, just, and then put, like, a blonde wig on him. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. I don't really know how else to explain it. <laughs> it's nothing special. <laughs> But <laughs> I don't even know what the question is. Um, what does he look like with a blonde wig? Like blonde? With a blonde wig. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, it looks all right, but I'm just not excited because of Game of Thrones and how not great the ending was. I loved Game of Thrones. and I loved Game of Thrones, and then, yeah, it did. I've just lost all trust in it. I'll watch it, but I'm not particularly. I'm not particularly excited about it. We'll give it. We'll give it a go though. Uh, they also released not a trailer, but um, a pretty decent clip of Peacemaker. Yeah, the new Peacemaker series, hilarious. Can didn't expect anything like, but cannot wait. So the clip, he's got this team, hasn't he? Who who like looking after him and helping him on missions, and yeah. they're all eating in a diner, and then he shows up to meet them in full costume. With his car, which is Stars and Stripes, and his pet bald eagle in the back of the in the back of the car, and the whole clip is basically them just taking the piss out of the fact that he's wearing his costume. He's like, it's not a costume, it's a uniform. His car, and his pet eagle. Who, when they find out that the pet eagle's name is Eagly, <laughs> just rip into pieces. <laughs> which is it. which is fair, but yes. yeah, that that that's it basically. Um, so, bit of Marvel news because we haven't had much Marvel news yet this week. No. So, let's talk about these Daredevil rumors. So, there's lots of rumors going around, mainly on Twitter, of another upcoming appearance for Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock in the MCU. So, we've had rumors for a while, obviously, about him showing up in No Way Home. But yeah. I would expect if he does, it's probably going to be a camera. Yeah, uh, but now scooper Daniel RPK, who we all know, a few bits of news from him this week. He's claiming that Daredevil is going to be in the new Echo TV series on Disney Plus, and he reckons it won't just be a cameo. He's going to appear in at least six episodes of the show. Oh, okay. So he put a quote on there, and it says, "This is still very much Echo's show, but it's going to feel very much like Daredevil season four because we'll get to see all these characters from that show coming back and playing big parts in it. The characters will be somewhat soft rebooted into the MCU, but will still have a history with one another. So they'll look somewhat different with different backgrounds, but still be played by the same actors. Okay. So soft rebooting from Daredevil season three. I haven't watched season three, but um, I got a bit bored after season two. It was a bit too dark. Oh, okay. Not that I'm, you know, like like dark series and stuff like that, but it was just a bit... It was just a bit heavy for me. Um, but yeah, that's that's cracking news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I believe it yet. Apparently Echo has not even been officially confirmed yet. <laughs> We're all talking about this Echo series and what it's going to happen. Everyone's just running with it, haven't they? Everyone's just running with it, yeah, because she's, she's appeared for half a second in, uh, in the Hawkeye trailer. I mean, it all makes sense, though, because in the comics, Echo, which I didn't know, is Kingpin's adoptive daughter. And okay. obviously there's rumours of Vincent D'Onofrio coming back as Kingpin in Hawkeye, so it does make sense that... Yeah. That, it, that it linked together. I think it's a really good thing, though, because it's bringing more ground-level Avengers into the mix. Because yeah. so far in Season 4, apart from Falcon and Winter Soldier, every Avenger or character that we've met is pretty much like god-level, super-mega-powered yeah, beings. Yeah. 
and having more of a mix of ground level, like I said, yeah, characters, it can only help because we need yeah, we yeah. need to have a bit of a, a better mix of it. One Division spin-off news. I have heard about this. Have you this. heard about this? So yeah. Variety is reporting that Marvel are developing an Agatha Harkness spin-off for Disney Plus. And apparently this was something that was always planned. Did I didn't know that. Didn't yeah. read that. Apparently it was something that was that's always been planned. To be to give her her own show. Yeah. And yeah. then the fact that she did so well and she was like the standout character from One yeah. Division. Well apparently uh, Jack Schaefer, who was the head writer on One Division, she's gonna be back as writer and executive producer. Uh, yeah. There's no plot details yet, but it's going to be a dark comedy, according to Variety. Love it. I'm going to put my hand up here. I am not excited for this one little bit. Why? Because I don't think we need an Agatha Harkness TV series. I just don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why we... She's brilliant. I love Agatha. You know I love Agatha. Yeah, go yeah. back now. I was going to say go back and listen to our WandaVision episode. Don't, because they're not very good. But, <laughs> but I loved Agatha. She's great as a supporting character. Yeah. She doesn't need. Where are we gonna? Where are we gonna go with a whole series about Agatha? A prequel? We don't need it. I just don't think. I just don't think we need it. I think this is just Disney's money train here. Going. Oh, everybody liked Agatha. Let's give her her own show. And I know I'm going to be in the minority here, but I don't feel that we need it. I'll watch it. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. <laughs> but I just don't. I just don't get it. I feel like there's other bigger characters who we have explored already and who we haven't explored already who could really do with their own show and bring a lot to the MCU. And I don't think we need an Agatha TV series. Sorry. Just However, don't. just being a devil's advocate here... Yeah, go on. ...constantly complaining about the fact that... Me? No, just no <laughs> like, as a generalisation... Yeah. ...the format of, of villains in the MCU not having a good enough reason for the way they are and stuff. And this could be an explanation of... I know, but... How she's become the way she is, which could then further whatever she does next as a villain in one of the films or one of the series or something like that. But I don't think it will. I think they're going to do the classic Marvel thing of, oh, there's a villain that everybody loved. Let's turn her into an anti-hero. Do you reckon? Yeah, and that's what they'll do. So we're going to lose another good villain because she's just become an anti-hero. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. Anyway, moving swiftly on, I'm waiting for the hate tweets. You already look so peeved. I am waiting for the hate <laughs> tweets. Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So, again, according to Daniel RPK, apparently we are getting a trailer for it this year. Okay. Uh, he said he hears it's going to drop in December, which I think sounds about, about right because it's out on the 25th of March. So, three months before. It would make sense that they might drop it yeah. along with Spider Man coming out. I see. I think there were a few rumours saying it would be November and it would drop with Eternals. And then there's a few rumours saying it's going to be December with Spider Man. It would make more sense because it seems like it's going to be quite a direct follow on from Spider Man. So, do you not think it'd be better to drop it after Spider Man? Like a week after Christmas, Christmas Eve, something like that. So that because ev- everyone's going to go and watch Spider Man within yeah, yeah, like yeah. the first couple of days, everyone will watch Spider Man before Christmas. So I think they need to drop it. Either we're going to get a teaser that doesn't really give anything away and is just a few shots, mm. or if it's got any sort of story info in it, I think they're going to probably have to drop it after Spider Man. Unless part of it is part of the credit and credit scene. Could be. Can you imagine though? Literally, you sat down for Spider Man and it's like. Doctor Strange. This is the trailer for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. <gasps> Peter Parker died. It's <laughs> 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 like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the shit is this? Imagine. So that's why I think like they probably need to release it yeah, after, yeah. afterwards. But again, they'll probably just go down the route of doing it. No, I agree, but I do think like an, like an end credit that 
also kind of starts to advertise. Oh, you mean next. like uh, at the end of Cap where they had the Avengers trailer? Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. Okay, yeah. I get, I get what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. that would be good. That'd be a really good idea. Yes, I reckon you nailed that. I reckon that's reckon? what they might do. Yeah, good shout out, Anthony. Thanks. Really good shout. I do try. Before we move on to the Resident Evil trailer breakdown, then let's do the last bit of news. So the Hollywood strikes. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't actually. I've not seen anybody talking about this on right. Twitter or anything. And can I like just that. say, as somebody who's a massive TV and film buff, when that writer strike happened, <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna sound very dramatic. It yeah. ruined my life. It did. It, it really wasn't good. It really ruined my. Here's life. a bit of trivia before we get into the news. How long ago do you think the writer strike was? <laughs> we are probably talking. 12 years ago? 14 years ago. 14. That, I thought it was like five. <laughs> I don't know why. I just didn't think it was that know, long ago. Do you know what's really sad? What? Do you know how I know? Oh, God, here we go. What? Because it was like during the run of like lost heroes. Heroes? Um, killed heroes? It, it killed heroes killed off completely. Heroes. Desperate Housewives, all of those kind of stuff. And I was obsessed with all of them. Yeah, I know. It's a bit gay, but I'm over it. Um, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. All of it. Um, Twice. But I, re- <laughs> I haven't really, just once. Um, but I like. I remember it like affecting all of the shows and it just... Yeah. It crippled loads of it them. It did. It and, really did. And movies as well. It just ruined... And and it was actually after that that the turning point started where the 24 episode arcs ended and yes. the 12 started episodes getting, started coming yeah, in. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it made a it, massive impact yeah. on the whole sort of movies, TV shows, everything. Totally. Well, this one... Uh, this week, the members of the International Alliance of Theatre and Stage Employees, so basically camera crew, film crew, makeup artists, props, pretty much everybody who's not the actor or the director or the producer on set, uh, they've all voted to go on strike over demands for fairer working hours and better pay. So 90% of its members turned up to vote, which is extremely high, yeah. and 98% of them voted to strike. <laughs> Which Bloody is like hell. unanimous, basically. Yeah. Uh, no date's been set, but the alliance—I like calling them the alliance. The alliance has over fifty thousand workers, and it's expected to be the biggest walkout in Hollywood since nineteen forty-five. Bloody hell! So, unless they get this fixed, it's gonna cause havoc, which is a nightmare because we've literally just had a delay to everything for a year because of COVID. But at the same time, given fairer working hours. Yeah. The work in, there was one guy who said he worked 136 days straight as a camera operator. Apparently they don't get lunches, they work all through the day right into the night and they're not sort of treated in the same way as the stars and the directors so they want fairer pay and better hours. Don't blame them. Give it to them. The amount of money that these studios are making, particularly now, one of the people who they really pointed out was Netflix. Not yeah. saying that they treated people particularly badly but just the amount of money companies like Netflix are making. Yeah. They need to start dishing out fairer pay. Yeah. So, do it, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> give them fair pay, give them better working hours. Hopefully we can get this rectified. We, yeah, like yeah. I'm going to get involved. Hopefully they can get this rectified before before it gives us another delay on all our stuff oh that's already been delayed for a year. Yeah, but again, if we hear anything else, we'll, uh, we'll let you know. So going on to something less scary than that, or kind of more scary. Resident Evil, welcome to Ratoon. Ra- Ratoon? <laughs> Raccoon City trailer. Raccoon City. Raccoon City. <laughs> That's the comic book one. That's the kids one that they'll do. Uh, so trailer got released yesterday. I think it came out. I think so, yeah. Uh, what did you think? From the bit that you watched, because you turned it off because you didn't enjoy it. That's kind of a clue as to what Anthony thought of it. What did you think? <laughs> no spoilers. It was kind of like they hadn't finished and it was like hand your homework in last minute. I kind of got the of, same feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what, you mean like with the CG and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like the CG. I was like, are we releasing this on PlayStation 2? 
that's it. That's exactly <laughs> you know what, what I thought. Like that's, I thought that's kind of the thing. feeling that I had for it with yeah. the with the kind of CGI that we've got now for all the games and the way you know you're looking at all of these th- these new games coming out where you can literally see a single blade of grass move. Yeah, and then you get this, and it it. I mean, it was the dog. The dog was the worst bit. Yeah. The, the the CGI dog was like it looked Horrendous. like something off PS2. Yeah, or PS1, and, that, that and that's what that's what I mean. It just yeah, it just yeah. felt like they were recycling old shit. See, I thought the trailer up until that point, I quite enjoyed it. I thought, it, I mean, I still think it looks like a it looks like a fun movie. I am yeah. looking forward to it. I have been looking forward to it since I found out it was coming about three days ago. No, not really, but I've been looking for it forward <laughs> for, to it for a little while. Yeah, but when I saw that dog, it took me out of it. Yeah, yeah. and I just was like, oh no, this isn't. No. This, this is this is not potentially going to be great. It's what what I did like is it's clearly more heavily based around the games, yeah. unlike the previous movies, which were nothing were nothing like it. So this one is set around the events of the you know, first I and must, second game. I must admit, I must admit, because of my age, I had never played the games when the films came out. Okay, so I was. I was one of the people that had seen the films before I'd played any of the games. Oh, right, okay. So that, Ugh. yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah. going the other way around, if that makes sense. Yeah. I love Milia Jovovich uh, anyway. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Yeah, but these weren't, they weren't good films, were they? The, I mean, when you're 12 and watching them, they're pretty cool. Really? I thought so, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't 12 when I watched it. Like, I think <laughs> I was probably about, I don't know, I was probably about 13, 14 when I watched the very first one. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't... I wasn't. No, in, I, I wasn't into it. I I love them. I've probably. I think I've still got the first four on DVD. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I know. You actually like the Resident Evil movies? I actually movies. really enjoyed them. Oh, yeah. Anthony, you're gonna get harassed. Because and I remember when Extinction <clears throat> came out, and it was um, the one from Heroes. Funnily enough, we're going back to Heroes again. She was in it. The oh Claire. Oh, oh um, Ali Lata. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was in it, wasn't she? Yeah. Who did she play? Did she play Claire? I think so. In the yeah, yeah. See the thing I didn't like about the mo- those movies was it wasn't really centered around any of the co- any of the game characters. They were just sort of all treated as supporting characters, just so that they could make it still a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we need a Resident Evil character in this movie. Let's bring her in, and then Ali Lata would do a movie, and it'd be like, "What is this shit? I'm in. I don't want to do another one." So she wouldn't come <laughs> back for another two movies until she really needed the money. So we get another character in. So we get what's his face from Prison Break playing. Chris Redfield for a movie and then he realised how bad it was and he didn't need the money that much anymore. He got the CW job on League of... League of whatever they're called. League Love of Tomorrow. It. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, cast looks cast looks better in this one. And the characters as well. So you've got Claire Redfield, which is uh, Kaya Scodelario, I think you pronounce it. She was in Skins, I think. Oh, okay. Girl from Skins. Uh, Chris Redfield, Robbie Amell. Albert Wesker is Tom, is Tom Hopper from Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Uh, Jill Valentine is Hannah John Kamen from... And Man and the Wasp. Okay, yeah. Uh, she's Ghost. Uh, Leon Kennedy, guy called um, Avan Jogia. Uh, William Birkin is Neil McDonough from Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Chief Irons is Donald Logue from Gotham. Okay. So it's got a, it's not like a A-list cast, but, but it's, it's decent. It's the faces you know. It's, it's got a decent cast. Yeah, yeah. You recognize you recognize all the actors. Yeah. And as I said, it's going for more of a video game type feel. Yeah. So the director, uh, Johannes Roberts. He did an interview with IGN and he said he wanted, the st- as well as the story being more faithful to the games, he wanted the tone to be more faithful to it as well. So rather than being like an action movie, 
which is what the originals were. Yeah. He's going for more of a horror vibe. Yeah. So I'm sure there will okay. be action in it, but he's going for, he's making this a horror film okay. rather than, rather than like See, an that approach I like. See, I do as I well. love me horror That's films. what it was. Yeah. The first games, I was terrified to play the first Resident, two, couple of Resident Evil games. I remember playing Resident Evil 2 when I was far too young. But I, think I played like five minutes the first level, and I was just like, nope, 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 not playing that. Put it in the fridge. <laughs> in the freezer, like Joey, for the game in the freezer. Just leave it in there. Don't, don't even want to look at it. Uh, however, as we said, though, I think it like it's like they've gone back to the video games too much, potentially, for the CGI. Yeah. And it took, it took me out of it. I st- I'm still looking forward to it, though. I think it's out uh, November 24th in the US. It's not out until a week later here, though. It's December 3rd. Sony in it. Sony. Rude. Tweet Sony. Tell them to give it to us yeah. <laughs> just say Sony give it to that superhero thing podcast so they can review it on time otherwise we'll have to wait a week later uh, that's us for the news then should we do should we do what if let's go for let's it let's do it last, the last what if let's I do know. it right so the what if season finale what if the watcher broke his oath except he didn't really he just sat on his ass and watched everybody else fight Ultron because he didn't really do much just well, me he, he broke his oath because he got involved yeah but he didn't really do anything he collected people he okay yeah I suppose and brought them into the same yeah but in universe. the last in the last episode he went full on superhero <coughs> almost know. beat Ultron and then in this one he was like nah I couldn't do it I'll just let these do it and watch yeah. them struggle yeah for shits and giggles. <laughs> it's like, nah, I can't bother. Can't bother. I'll step in However, at the end and take all the glory. Me, okay, so as much as I was a little bit disappointed with this episode, I will. Oh, really? Will de- I will defend. Yeah, yeah. I will defend it in okay. the fact that the only time he fought was when Ultron broke through into his realm. Yeah, okay. Rather than him going in and, and having a fight, it was a defense rather than a. Yeah. Attack. That's not really defense. Okay. That's not really defense, though, is it? No, but that's that, like but that, it's I'm not going to affect me, so I won't step in. <laughs> but that's what he's always had to do. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So the only time he's done it was defend for himself. I still would have liked to see the watch. I would have loved to have seen it fighting with the rest of the team. It, would have been good. But I also get why it didn't happen. So mm. to an extent, I do get that. Okay. I was going to ask you what you thought of it, but not sure. There are there are parts of it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And there are other parts of it that I was just like, oh. What didn't you enjoy? Let's start with the bad okay, stuff. Okay, so the pace. Really? I didn't have too much problem with the pace. I thought it went too fast. Okay. I thought they had the opposite problem this time. Okay. And I thought it, it was just over and done with very quickly. And again, we know that they only get 28-minute episodes and things yeah. like that. The other thing that really annoyed me was Gamora. Yeah. That so, wound me up. Clearly, they did have the episode for her because we'd seen it in the adverts anyway. And we saw the end of pretty and much the end of we, the episode in so, this. Yeah, and that, that annoyed me in itself because it's like, so is that episode either never going to air now or we're going to watch an episode where we saw where it ended up? Yeah, because, uh, I think that's the plan. And, and, and that was just, I mean, to be fair, it was nice to see Tony not dead in one it was, scene. It was shocking <laughs> like, to okay, see him. Okay, I was waiting for someone well to, done you. I was waiting for someone to just fall on him. <laughs> <laughs> Each tree stands on him by accident or something. Mm-hmm. And even the fact that he was in it as well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that could have been awesome. Like, how have the, what? what? I, my hey, what first thought away? was, has Peter Dinklage recorded an episode yeah. of What If and we're never going to hear it? I know. Apparently, we are gonna we are gonna see it. Okay. Well, the rumors are that we're gonna see it in season two, which is great because I want to see the episode. But 
at the same time, it's like, well, what, well it's wasted now because we know it's it's going to that point that we've already seen. So I mean, I don't think for any. I suppose you would go through the episode think Tony's going to die, but <laughs> now, now you know he doesn't. Maybe they'll just kill him off just yeah, for, just maybe. for fun. But yeah, it did. So it, that, it, that it was a bit weird. That did. It, I must admit, it point blank annoyed me. That yeah, because I just thought if if you knew that that was coming. You should have just kept the episode in somewhere else. It was else. kind of like teasing you. It felt like a bit of a <laughs> yeah. tease. It was like, oh, we've missed this completely. And it looked it looked like Decent. a good episode from yeah, the bits yeah. that we heard. So <laughs> I take it from the episode, Gamora has killed Thanos, Yeah. destroyed the Infinity Stones with this Infinity Crusher, and then she's Which taken I the gold. Which by the way. That was cool, to be fair. And then she's taken it to E-Tree to destroy the gauntlet. And at some, I don't know how her and Tony have ended up crossing paths. No. I can only assume maybe... They were both on Sakaar, so she'd maybe been abandoned to Sakaar by, somehow by yeah. Thanos. But it looks like it could have been a really good episode. Yeah. But yeah, we're potentially not going to see it. I don't get, and I do get it, but I don't agree with it, maybe is the better way of saying it. Why did they cut that episode? I know, I don't understand. And I'm try- I was trying to think, what other episodes could you have cut? You could have cut the Hank Pym one. Yeah. Because I know we got a call back to it at the very end because that's where Widow ended up in that reality. Yeah. But we didn't really need that. No. We could have just had it explained that this is a reality where Widow is where Widow died. That, yeah. That's all we needed to know. Yeah, yeah. Or, and I know they wouldn't get rid of it, we didn't need the zombies episode. No. Not for the grand scheme of things. No. We could have got away, we could have got away with the zombies all dropping on Ultron and there just being a zombie one there and we didn't we didn't need to know any other, no. anything of that because there were no characters from that, which again, I don't really get. Yeah. He pulled characters from quite... every episode apart from that one. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing that annoyed me. Wanda was scary in the zombie episode. Yeah, like ultra powerful. They turned her into a bit of a comedy thing in this one. Yeah, a little bit. Because as soon as he fought off her power, she was like, huh? But like I... a really daft, yeah. over-the-top cartoony type of response. And I was like... Oh. I didn't read it that way at first, though. I thought when she sort of stopped and looked sad or yeah. scared, as it appears to be he now... it was because he looked like Vision. Yeah, I thought that's where they were going, and I thought <coughs> we were going to have a bit of a deep moment there, yeah. and we didn't. Yeah. It was just like... It was it was waiting for, like, Honestly, Wiley Coyote yeah, to put, hold up a little sign and say, yikes, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, was nothing, there, was, no. there was nothing there. So, again, we didn't need... And I know they had to, because we were doing what if, they had to give us that zombie episode. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the uproar yeah. if we hadn't had that, and that would be the one that had been the one that's caught. Yeah. But I don't think it did... I think it was a bit of a disservice to Gamora, because she's a cracking yeah. character. Yeah, definitely. And to see her beat Thanos would have been great. And I'm sure it will be great when we eventually And especially get because there. she in, the, in our timeline, she had such a, an intent... To get him back. Yeah. And so to see her finally do that would have been a nice moment for exactly. fans. Yes. To see her, rather than her getting thrown down the shaft, I'm going to say, but it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. She she wins instead. It did, I mean, there's a few other questions I've got as well, and I suppose we'll get to them when we go through. We're not going to go through in massive detail again, but yeah, we'll just pick out the bits that we, we want to talk about. But yeah. bits that I did like, I loved the opening. Seeing Captain Carter basically doing the Winter Soldier or the start of Winter Soldier yeah. I thought was really clever I thought that that's really how good. they did it because yeah. they could have thrown her in any moment I suppose from the MCU yeah. but also any moment that wasn't in the MCU that we'd seen but I really yeah. liked that and seeing the comparison and seeing the the fact that her and Widow still ended up mates just yeah. how her isn't and it Steve weird were. though that she called a Widow instead of Natasha yeah I don't think I've ever heard anybody call a widow in the MCU. That's what I mean. So it really stood out to me when she was going, 
BFF's widow. And I was yeah. like, Ugh, Oh no, I like that's that. Not, no, that's not okay. I, I don't like, like it. it. It made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I, the thing is though, I, I suppose everybody else just calls a Romanoff. I was going to say, no one calls a, no one calls a Nat, do they? Apart from Clint. Yeah. I think Steve, Steve everyone, call a Nat? Yeah, no, Steve calls a Romanoff. Okay. I think they all call a Romanoff. But I, I said, I, I liked it. And then we also got to see continuations kind of from the other from the other episodes that ended on cliffhangers where we were yeah. we were dying to see it, which I like, but I'm also now a bit disappointed because I kind of hoped we'd see better continuations in yeah. season two. But yeah. I suppose you didn't need them. So we saw Kurt Russell, we saw Ego, Kurt Russell, his ego, yeah. sort of draining Peter, which surprised me because my first thought was, why would he Why would he argue? I thought that Peter, who's never been Star-Lord, would probably just go, great, my dad's a god. I'll just... I'll just run with it. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's gone from that to Ego just draining his, his power in or minutes. could it be because Ego had no idea of his... Oh, celestial ability. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not no idea of celestial ability, but well, he, must he, have had he it. hears he, the stories because as Star-Lord, he's proved himself over yeah. the years to have something. But he wouldn't be draining his power. He wouldn't have any, had any power to drain if he didn't have the power. No, I know. But what I'm saying is he's come to... Diana on Earth uh, as an yeah. Earthling, so he's just gone. I'll just straight. He's him. just yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it surprised me though as well that we got Kurt Russell back for those couple of lines. I know, yeah, <laughs> I thought Kurt Russell's probably filmed a whole other episode here, and that's why they got him back to do a couple of lines for season one. And yeah, it was no. literally just, well, I'm gonna, I don't know what he said to him, but it was, it was two sentences at most, wasn't it? That that was it. Um, <laughs> they probably just went to him and said, listen, Kurt, we can only afford about two hours with you. Yeah. Can you just come and do like five lines? <laughs> yeah, that's it. With, a, with an iPhone. Just recording. Yeah. To, speaking to this, he's got no idea. He doesn't even know he's in What If. No. <laughs> he's just been told to read this. Uh, we also saw um, Wakanda. So we saw Shuri and Pepper storming the palace, kind yeah. of. Again, I'm disappointed we didn't see more of that. Yeah, I wanted to see, and we'll never see it. I yeah. wanted to see Shuri somehow beating and Pepper as well beating Killmonger in some yeah. way just being kick-ass exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the best one was Thor Thor in Vegas hilarious absolutely amazing Vegas <laughs> we got to see we, the fact that we it, it tied up because we said last week it was stupid because we didn't get a continuation of the, the Thor episode yeah, yeah this one did so yeah. they kind of they kind of fixed it to a degree but he was so funny like I said it a couple of episodes ago I thought Chris Hemsworth would be the weakest thing. <laughs> when he just started screaming. When he picked him up. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So good. <laughs> let's, let's talk about characters then. So, you know, start off, start, well, the Guardians of the Multiverse, because that's, that's what they're called. Thor, as I said, Chris Hemsworth absolutely nailed it. I'm surprised how much I like this version of Thor, because yeah. we hated him in Thor. We yeah. hated not, not well, we're not worthy, because he is obviously worthy of lifting me on there, but... yeah not nice thought or not yeah, changed yeah. thought yeah, yeah. it just shows how much of how sort of different he is because he didn't grow up with Loki but I really enjoyed how stupid he was yeah. he had all the best lines he did in the whole episode is there a universe of Chinese food <laughs> my tummy's getting rumbly <laughs> <laughs> and then the the battle cry Viva Las Vegas <laughs> amazing so good all the way it through it was funny I really enjoyed that um, Strange Supreme so he was back in this one. He's we said this last episode. He's not got like any evil about him. No, no. And it's probably because he's got good strange in him as well. Yeah. But it's like we said last week. He's because he's now realised that he's done wrong. The error of his ways. Exactly nailed it. He's <laughs> yeah. he's now full on 
he's now full on good. And we'll talk about we'll talk about the ending. But this is another reason why I'm not convinced we're going to see him in No Way Home because I think if we're going to see him in No Way Home, he'd be as an evil Doctor Strange, and he's not an evil Doctor Strange, is he? No. So but then, how many universes are there? The evil versions of Doctor Strange. Well, yeah, there could be. There could be another evil Doctor Strange, but it won't be yeah, this yeah. version of evil Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah. which isn't technically Doctor Strange Supreme because he wouldn't have had all those other evil, no. mon- well, not evil monsters, but all those other monsters in it. Yeah. Um, his power level in this was amazing. Yeah. I loved every all the spells he was doing, like when he put all the protection spells on everybody when yeah. he went to fight Ultron. That was great. What, what are you going to say? Is there a bit that you thought was the a good dragon. boss? The dragon. <laughs> I forgot about the dragon. Oh, God, so listen, I wish you could dragon. see Andy. He's just sitting there, this huge smile on the face, like a kid at Christmas waiting to open his presents. He looks so made up with himself because uh, he's a dragon. I love dragons so much. He knows he's the dragon. Dragons and dinosaurs. If you listen, you'll know. <laughs> there was a dragon. Do you know, I, pri- I once, just as a little side note, I once priced up the, you know, the Velociraptor costume. <laughs> the ones that you get inside. <laughs> What? Safe to say, I cannot afford that shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. What were you going to do? Uh, just watch yourself. Have a f- language. Ball on Halloween. <laughs> running down running the streets as a velociraptor. No, they're too big for houses. You can't get them inside. I just imagine, you know, um, in Step Brothers, where the dad wants to be a dinosaur and he starts running around as a dinosaur. <laughs> I've just got images of you doing that. <laughs> Your hands up here like that. Like Honestly, <laughs> I'd be chasing kids down the streets in Halloween. Amazing. I'd have the time of my life. Anyway, moving swiftly. Sorry. Um, strange in this. It surprised me how powerful he was because he was going up against Ultron with all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And he was, he didn't obviously beat him, but no, he didn't get was, wiped out. No, he was putting up a bloody good fight. Exactly, yeah. He's so powerful. And that, that's why I do hope we'll see him again. But then at the same time, would he be like too powerful? Yeah. Because I mean, look at, I mean, Thanos with the Infinity Stones was just like inevitable. <laughs> hey, listen, no matter how powerful he could be, there are still runes. There are runes. So, yeah. Yeah, but he There's knows how always going to be a way to stop him. He knows how to use him, doesn't he? He knows how to use him, but doesn't necessarily know means he knows where one is. No, if he ends up in the vicinity of it, yeah. so fair play. There's, fair play. They're, they're always going to find ways to be to, defeated, yeah. even if they are unbelievable. And we'll powerful. talk about that uh, when we talk about the ending of this as well. Yeah, because yeah. of how we've we've complained about how you're going to get characters like Sam going up against characters like or with yeah. Captain Marvel yeah. and. I'm dead impressed with what they did, but yeah, we'll talk, about, let's talk about it when we get to the end day. So carry on with characters then. Killmonger, why why did he get invited into the team? He's sketchy as I mean, language. from the get-go. Red flag straight away. <laughs> no, yeah. And the watchers watched. He's yeah. seen it. I know what you did. Why would you bring him in? Come and join us. It's like literally when he rolls up, he's like, protege of Tony Stark, killer of Tony Stark, backstabber. Do you want to join the team? Here's a drink. <laughs> Doctor Strange? Get him, a, get him a shot or something like that. It's like, what are you doing? And I know he said it's part of the plan, but again, I don't get that. So we'll get to that in the end. But I don't get... Again, he's he's a great character, Killmonger. I've just found him a bit a bit annoying in this one. Yeah. Because it was just like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. playing at? Do you know what I mean? Surely you've seen how, what you know, whatever you're doing, this is obviously a bigger thing. There's there's always, a, with villains, with good villains, there's always a level of enticement as an audience member, I think. Yeah. I think that if you really love a villain, you're kind of pulled into the way they're thinking a little bit, whereas this one, you just went, 
mate, you're being a dick. Yeah. Like, that's that's all I could think and about. And this is, him. what have we just said about Agatha and the moan about Agatha I've just had? Marvel always take their good villains and turn them into good anti-heroes or, you know, into anti-heroes. Yeah. This is the one you need to do it with. You need to, if you're going to give another opportunity to work with Killmonger, which you've got in What If, yeah. he's the one that you need to stop from being a good, a bad guy and yeah, turn yeah. him into a good guy. Yeah. And he's the only one that you won't. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that you keep turning uh, into a bastard. So yeah, figure figure that out. But yeah, he wasn't, yeah. He just didn't need to be in the team. No. Great, a great episode. I enjoyed his episode. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need to be part of this. Like yeah. they didn't pull somebody from the zombies episode. They didn't need... It was he wasn't needed in this one. Yeah. Um, T'Challa, Starlord T'Challa. I was disappointed with him in this. It one. just wasn't used very much. He was wasn't it? used. He didn't really have a, a and when he massive was, part. He was thrown across half a planet. Exactly. I didn't. I get Twi- no less than twice, I believe. Probably yeah. Where he was like launched. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple of good lines in it, and yeah. you know, this is by no way, shape, or form me slagging off Chadwick Boseman. No. Or the character. He's a great character, and Chadwick's an absolute legend. I just don't but think they wrote it for him very well. Every, he's was this was this his fourth appearance in the series? Fourth, yeah. The other three, he completely stole the show. Even in episodes where he was in it for seconds, yeah. he stole the show, and everything he said, every line he had was completely like profound, everything he said. Yeah. It had people, every every episode had people welling up at every speech that he made. And then in this one, which was his final episode, yeah, I feel it was like just like, almost forgotten. Meh. Yeah, I forgot he was there. Yeah. He didn't do anything. No. I mean, I know he stole the Soul Stone in the first part. He was the one who did that, but yeah. he didn't, all his lines were all a bit stupid and jokey. And yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was yeah, nothing yeah. really big about the character and that was what was different about him being Star-Lord exactly in the T'Challa episode he was very Peter like, Quill yeah, yeah wasn't he yeah. he was very Peter Quill in this one yeah. I mean I suppose he had a moment at the end when he told Killmonger he was like cousin don't do you know you shouldn't be doing yeah, this put yeah. the stones back but he just yeah I just found him a bit disappointing particularly because this is the lap this is it that yeah. was it that was literally Chadwick's last MCU performance yeah and it was just just wasn't the best. Bit of a letdown, was wasn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. Bit of a letdown. It's a bit of news though, and I'm tying a bit of news here. A bit of news came out this week that apparently he was supposed to get his own spin-off. So they were going to do an animated, I think animated, animated spin-off of Star Lord T'Challa. Oh really? Obviously we're not. We can't yeah, have yeah. that now. But that would have been good. That would have been based good. on his previous uh, appearances in the series. That yeah. would have been great. Not so much with this one, but yeah, would have been cracking. And Isn't that a shame for something like that? It's a good tester for other characters. What the episode? The like episode? Ju- just oh, yeah, to get ju- what for a spin-off? Series. No, no, not for a spin-off, but like see which characters people tend to like and dislike. Mm. So you know which ones would be good to come into the the MCU and stuff yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? But again, Dean, would you have needed that spin-off? It's the same as the no, Agatha one. You don't. I think the thing with Marvel is we all like, and it's probably why What If hasn't been massively loved by people we like things connecting yeah and i think that's probably why black widow didn't do particularly well because it was yeah. a prequel that didn't lead to anything well, and i know the, first the avenger idea. was sorry go on i was gonna say i know first avenger was a prequel and captain marvel was a prequel but they led to things mm. and they furthered the story black widow didn't and yeah. i don't think an agatha prequel will and i don't think a star lord to chala episode a series would have necessarily progressed yeah the the overall arc we are in a very um nostalgic era yes we are we are getting so many sequels of shows that were done years ago or reboots of shows that were done years ago and things like that and films 
And the difference with Marvel is that everything is a continuation. Yeah. And it was something that was totally new at the time that they did it. And nobody else has done it successfully mm-hmm. since. And that's why people love this so much because, the again, we talk about the format and stuff like that. It, it works. Yeah. And so... For them not to do that for this, and where you've said that you know it doesn't necessarily fit in, like Black Widow, it wasn't wasn't really further in the storyline and stuff. They didn't quite do as well, and that is the reason why because it's not it's not following what the expectation has become for Marvel. I feel like my expectation when I go into a Marvel movie, as much as I enjoy them, yeah, obviously, clearly, I'm doing a podcast, but <laughs> I love the Marvel movies, and it might sound stupid, but the the biggest thing I'm looking forward to in every movie is the post credit scene. Not because the movie's over, but I want I want that sneak peek at what's going next. I just want to know where the story's yeah. going constantly. And that's kind of what I look forward to. What, what did I say the most? Probably one of the most what, yeah. most hyped things that I'm after in the in it. And, oh, and how it's going to con- continue and Easter yeah, yeah. eggs and how it all ties into the overall story. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this, and this didn't is, have it. No. And this is why, like, again, the difference between Black Widow and then Shang-Chi. Yes. Look at how me and you were when we came out of that cinema oh, after Shang-Chi. So impressed. And we it wasn't were, just it we wasn't just because of the end. No, no, it wasn't just because of the end. It was just it felt it felt like a new story, but it, it you You knew it was you gonna kind tie of into feel something. that it's going somewhere. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with Black Widow, you knew she was gonna die. Yeah. And again, I don't know whether that had that kind of effect on it, do you know what I mean? It probably did, and I think, and I think spin-offs, particularly spin-offs like, like this, like like a Star Lord T'Challa, knowing yeah. that it's not going to have a an impact because it'd be a spin-off. It's a spin-off of a, a an alternate universe, yeah, that we know will get wrapped up in season four, yeah, in yeah. phase four. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I probably, I mean, I'd, I'd like to have seen it. It's a shame that we're not going to get it, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was massively needed either. No. Um, a couple more characters we got then. We've got uh, Gamora, who we've already talked about a little bit. Again, yeah. she didn't really get to do much. She didn't get much airtime. Did massively, she? Massively, no. And again, I think that's partly down to the fact that we didn't really know her. We didn't really know that no. character. The Infinity Crusher, as we said, was really cool. To be honest, I can't say apart from Widow that any of them got a lot of airtime. Like. I, I do still feel like it was what in this episode ultimately an Ultron episode. Yeah, I do. I do. Captain Carter. I mean, we'll move on to Captain Carter then. She got. She was pretty. She got a fair. She bit, was yeah. pretty big. She was good in this. She I mean, was. I I liked her in her episode. Yeah. Kind of. She was good, but in yeah. this one, she was like much better. She yeah. was. She was a completely not a completely different character, but she was stronger. She was. She was just more. She enjoyable. was just established by this point, wasn't she? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. A bit more confident with it. I'll, she she was like, I feel like her reactions were like how anybody watching the show would would react. Yeah, it's like yeah. amazed by things that you would be amazed by, and like yeah, yeah. moments in the show when we were like, <gasps> she's like, <gasps> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like when she was um when she was going through that the the portal the first time, and she's like, blimey, bloody bollocks, like that, <laughs> yeah, crazy. bouncing Just, off yeah, the edges, throw throw, oh, a bollock, throw her bollocks in there. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed her as a character as well. Yeah, and I think it's probably a good time to mention it. And you noticed it particularly with her, but with the rest of the episode as well. The animation in this episode was a proper step up. Yeah, yeah. from the early the early series, particularly the Captain Carter one. Because yeah. whatever 
CG they were using for Captain Carter in this was miles better yeah. than the rest of them. And every character, there wasn't really, I couldn't fault the animation in this no. episode. No, not one, at all. One little bit. And I thought... And with the speed that it went to, because the one thing that I truly loved was that fight. At the end? Yeah. That yeah. fight as they're trying to get the... And, Oh, you know, when the trying to get the soul stone. The two shields going at him, like yes. one after another and things like that. Yeah. When you think of the speed that they've got to go at for it to work and then the animation off the back of it, like it was so, yeah. so impressive. We've said it a couple of times in the series. Chore- chore- I would imagine choreographing an animated fight yeah. would be a lot more difficult than choreographing a live action fight because there's nothing that sort of flows from one thing no. to the other. This was so, so good. I would go as far as saying that fight was flawless. Yeah. I would, I, I would. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Everybody got involved, kind of. They did. Everyone was in it. <laughs> yeah. Some more than others, but they were all involved. There were standout yeah. moments from Widow. There were standout moments from Captain Carter, Doctor Strange, particularly. Yeah. But it was really good. And I think, yeah, as you mentioned, that close-up shot of the Soul Stone, where you just saw everybody like trying to grab it, and yeah, the focus was, was just brilliant. on that for like a good so thirty good. seconds. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of the opening to Guardians of the Galaxy two when it's just focused on Baby Groot. Yeah, and everyone else is fighting around it. Yeah, it yeah. really reminded of that. But in, yeah, which obviously was a fantastic scene. But I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was really clever because you expected it just to get picked up after three seconds on the floor. Yeah, and then it just kept going and going well, and with, going. With any and you got what they film, were doing. That's what would normally happen. Yeah. So the fact that you were just focused on this one bit and you're literally just seeing legs and hands like trying to grab for it or yeah. fighting and pushing things back and stuff like that it was just so clever it was it's clever it's, it's, it's a less shot that work you as well in live action yeah but it's less work as well yeah. because you're like what's going on and yeah. you're just having to piece the no, piece the battle together yourself yeah Especially with not having to deal with faces and facial expressions yeah. because you were just essentially getting limbs. Yeah, but you didn't need it. It no. told the story. No. It yeah. told the it story. Brilliant. So so well. Um, so going on. In fact, before we go to the, before we go to the ending, because we mentioned it already, last character to talk about is um, Black Widow. So I know we've already we've already talked about her. Massive part she played yeah. in the episode, which is good. I like that. And again, can we just point out the moment when Carter talks about her? You when? know, when she said at the very beginning, when, when they go on to her world. Yeah. And she's like, how how do I know that? Oh, yeah. When she's like, your dad was our father was yeah, Ivan, yeah. your dad was Alexi. I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. How quickly they bonded. I know, but it didn't feel moment. stupid. No, no, it didn't feel stupid at all. Just the fact that she knew those bits of info about yeah. her. And it's like, she's not stupid as she black widow. She knows who, to, who yeah. she can trust and who she can't trust. And she just read that yeah. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And she probably saw Steve in there as well. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed that, yeah. At the same time, she's the only person left on the planet, which we said last week, but it showed a bit more vulnerability yeah. to her as well because she was having to sort of let let her in. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Uh, but as we said, Lake Bell did the voice. Did an absolutely amazing it. job. It yeah, sounded yeah. more, even more like Scarlett Johansson yeah, in yeah. this. And I think it kind of... The fact that she she did steal the show yeah. and it was basically about her and Ultron. It was, wasn't it? Because yeah, yeah. at the end it became it became Widow versus Ultron. Yeah. How much better was this in ten minutes than the Black Widow movie? I know. That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> That's not good at all, is it? And this didn't even matter. No. You can't even put it down to Black Widow didn't matter because it wasn't going anywhere. No. This didn't. We're probably yeah. never gonna see that Black Widow ever again. 
No. We might, if we're going to see any characters in live action, it's going to be Captain Carter and Doctor Strange. We're yeah. never going to see that at Black Widow again. And it still didn't feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. No. It was a good story. Yeah and, yeah, I, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. And that, to be fair, that brings me to, to, to what I said. The, the fact that the defeat of Ultron, even though you've got these super mega powerful characters, you've got Doctor Strange, who we've already said is just like basically a god at this yeah. stage. You've got Thor. You've got Gamora, who is mega powerful. Yeah. And the ones who beat Ultron were Captain Carter and Black Widow. Yeah. So Captain Carter, yes, he's, she's a super soldier, but she's not the same level as like one. It was, intel- like it was intelligence overbrought. Like it was brains overbrought. Yeah. It was that whole thing, wasn't it? But it didn't seem stupid. No, no, not at all. It didn't seem... And I know they, they played it well because they gave us all the, the start to that battle yeah. in the last episode, but... It didn't feel like, oh god, they're gonna get the weak one to beat him or anything like that. No, it no. just it worked and they nailed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I loved what was it called? The the, the Infinity Stone Crusher. The Infinity Crusher. The Infinity Crusher, that yeah. was it. And then I liked and disliked at the same time the reason for it not working. Yeah, I thought that was a bit weak. I was like, Okay, they do say that the stones are unique. They have always said that. However Yeah, I know, I get what you mean. They're essentially the same stones from the same origin, no matter what universe that they've yeah. from and if there's a slight if there's a slight different composition surely yeah. if it's going to crush it it's going to crush it it's yeah. not going to crush it so i was a bit i was a bit like mm, i'm not sure about that but then i mean we got toby jones back as well didn't we oh amazing zola so, i mean he's a great character anyway i yeah, always yeah. like it when he comes back but he was so funny do, do you know what i know this is going to sound really weird do you know what feel i got from him this time what? dr robotnik <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and I, I can't even explain why I got those vibes from him <laughs> but like as soon as he was like in um, Ultron's stomach yeah and then you saw the scene I was like I feel like I'm about to watch a Sonic the Hedgehog fight here. I get it I kind like, of get it and I don't, I don't yeah it was, he was just so, he was funny so good I just loved how when he's when he's I was going to say entered Ultron, but that sounds dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he got into Ultron, that sounds just as bad. But when yeah. he got it, well, let's run with it. When he'd entered Ultron, he was just so unfazed by it. And know, it was yeah. just like excited. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to have a battle here. It was just so cocky and confident. It, it was, was like, well, like what does this button do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. It was. He was just like, I'm go- no fear of Ultron. It was like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically obliterate you in two yeah. seconds. Similar to how Ultron was with Jarvis. When, yeah. he, when he destroyed Jarvis, Jarvis was panicking and Ultron was just like dead cocky, like, oh, I can wipe you out in two seconds. It was quite yeah. good to see it, the shoe on the other foot. Yeah, yeah. He was just, he just absolutely took him out. But I did, I was sitting there thinking, what's the plan here? Because surely, and it went down that he route. He will have the same surely idea. Surely he's going to end up with the Infinity Stones. He's just yeah. going to have Arnim Zola with the Infinity Stones. It's like, you've not thought this through. You just yeah. take him one nutcase and turn him into another nutcase yeah. but I suppose Arnim Zola wouldn't want to he might want to rule the world but he's not going to just want to destroy everything is no. it? That, that's it um, just quickly before we move on to the very end then going back to what we said about uh, Black Widow the fact that Black Widow and Captain Carter uh, basically beat Ultron that has given me a lot more faith in Marvel and Disney's plans moving forward Yeah. since we started this podcast we've mo- not moaned but expressed our concerns about yeah. how they're going to do this yeah, yeah i'm not worried anymore i'm genuinely not i can see now how they can have sam fighting on the same team as wanda yeah. and we'd said i think you'd said that the only way they could do it would be have sam distracting 
basically the Ultron bots, yeah, while Wanda yeah. goes and beats Ultron. Yeah. But it was it was complete opposite. Yeah, it was yeah, totally. Wanda level being distracting Ultron while Sam level being sneaks in and yeah, yeah. stabs him in the back. Basically, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was absolutely spot on. Yeah, no I thought it was perfect. Said. They could have gone down the route of Doctor Strange beating him, but this was a lot more interesting, and it felt like there was a lot more on the line. Yeah, and I think yeah, I'm not as I'm not as worried going forward. Uh, right, the very ending then. Not the very ending, but the end. The ending. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. I still don't get it. I don't get what the Watcher's plan was. Doctor Strange seemed to get onto it straight away when obviously Killmonger's decided, as he does, <laughs> to stab yeah, everybody in so the back and take the suit. The, I don't get it. So you're saying that the idea is that the the stones were never meant to be destroyed, just yeah. separated? Yeah. Which is essentially what they were in the first place, which is why Thanos had to go searching for them and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's the whole idea that this fight wasn't to destroy them. It was to get it back to a balance of some kind. Yeah. I don't I don't really know how to explain it, but that that's what I took away from it. It was Is it, yeah, I kinda get it, yeah. It was kind of So we like always knew we were gonna the, end up with Killmonger versus Arnim Zola forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But it was just it it was more of a we just needed to get them out of their hands, basically wasn't to destroy them, it was just get them away from them long enough that we can... With an easier option, not a bit. Now, I, I assume that the only reason Ultron could jump from all these different... from reality to reality was because he had the power of all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Would the best option not have been to, when you've robbed one of the Infinity Stones, give it to the Watcher and get him to jump out of that dimension? But he couldn't get involved. But he did get involved. Yeah, but then he had to step back again. Or just get, or just, how did, well, hang on, how did Ultron follow them? Because they were in one realm and they robbed the Soul Stone and jumped into another realm. GPS. G- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's answered it. Infinity Stones, the the, uh, the Time Stone has got built-in GPS and Apple CarPlay. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have Android play. Uh, uh, yeah, fair play. I'll let, I'll, let, I'll let that one go. I'll let that one go then. <laughs> uh, right, What before we move on to the uh, to the post-credits, um, that, that's the answer. Um, before we move on to the post-credits then, what, what do we think, if anything, this means for the future of the main timeline of the MCU? Because it didn't do anything to link to the, MC, to the main no, MCU. No, nothing at, at all. all. Um, I actually honestly think it's going to stay completely separate. I do. Are you disappointed in that, though? I'm not, because I do also think it still gives us, like, an imagination of potentials. Yeah. Because the multiverse is opening at the minute. So it's... I feel like it's kind of a teaser. Yeah. Because it's it's essentially showing you anything is possible. Yeah. And it's just reminding you that there could be somebody that comes through any portal at any moment... Yes. That's totally going to essentially just shake shit up. It's never, as Ross says to Rachel, it's never off the table. Exactly. Literally in any in any movie exactly. in the next however many years, a portal could just randomly open and an alternate version of yes. something could just pop up. Yes. Yeah, I get it. I think it's changed. This is going to sound really stupid now. Can you imagine a scene with party Thor and fat depressed Thor? What, just sitting and chilling. Just they come face Playing to face Fortnite. to each other, and party thoughts like, "What the hell happened yeah, to you?" That would be epic. Yeah, that would be like, so good. Just, and, mm. but I mean, like it can be that daft, and then it can be something so profound. So it could be 
another Gamora coming through. Yeah, it could be. In front of Star-Lord, and he's like, what? And then she kicks him in the nuts as well. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I think, if anything, it's made me more sort of... I mean, I'm always like really like anal about continuity, which is yeah. why I don't like the X-Men movies. But well, I do like them, but I don't like the lack of continuity in them. But I don't like things that don't fit the continuity, and I think this has made me a lot more accepting yeah. of it because I just go down the route of variants. Yeah. Now, as I said, it's going to sound stupid. My kids are watching the new Spider-Man cartoon. Okay. Spider-Man is an amazing friend. It's for like five-year-olds, six-year-olds. Okay. But it's like so different. Miles is in it. Miles, oh, Gwen Stacy's in it and Gwen Stacy's mum's a cop rather than her dad being a cop. It's very, very different. Okay. And normally that would have bugged the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just look at it and go, variants. They're yeah. all variants, yeah. and it's not. But it's kind of good because it's like this isn't a different. This is this. This is the MCU. Yeah. As stupid as that sounds, things like this are still the MCU. They're just different timelines. Yeah. They're just variants. The Amazing Spider-Man cartoon from the nineties is canon MCU potentially. It's just a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I like I like that. But I think you've you've absolutely nailed that. It is about the fact that anybody could pop up at any time. Yeah. Do you think we're going to... I know we've already touched on it. Do you think after seeing this, the rumours about Captain Carter and Doctor Strange Supreme popping up in Multiverse of Madness are going to happen? I mean, with the filming and stuff and the not knowing the reactions at the time, I'm not sure they would have committed to that just yet. Right, okay. So, my short answer is no. See, I, th- I don't think they'll be in it, but I don't think of that. I don't think... For the same reason, I would think that uh, I do think Marvel thought this would be a lot bigger hit than it was. Yeah, and I think if anything, Marvel would be sitting there thinking, "Oh shit, we're gonna have to cut um, Haley Atwell <laughs> from from Multiverse Madness because people do not like what if." Do you know what though? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't feel let down if she was in it. No, I wouldn't. I I'd would, like, I'd love I'd, to see it. I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm good with this. Like, yeah. let let's see what happens. I'm a bit gutted we're not gonna get to see. Uh, Ultron, Vision Ultron versus Wanda. Yeah. Because can't, that can't happen now, can it? No. I mean, I suppose he could be an alternate from another universe, but yeah. it's unlikely. Uh, before we wrap up then and go on to Podfans Assemble, post credit scene. There was a post credit scene. Yes, there we was. We saw that. I've already said this once this episode. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. So they found on the Lemurian star is the Hydra Buster. Hydra yeah. Buster? It is a Hydra Buster, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And Widow says there's something inside or there's someone inside yeah wouldn't it just be a skeleton <laughs> she's gonna open it it's just gonna be a skeleton as Steve a really little one <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean or at least a very very old Steve I mean yeah but then there's he was in ice and in the, the main storyline so he didn't get older and he didn't so he's gone into ice again in this yeah I suppose yeah there's always the potential that the, the Hydra Buster could have ended up carrying on that missions could, and gone into ice him going into ice could be a fixed point could be yeah didn't even think of that my thoughts were it's just going to be it's going to be an old or dead Steve <laughs> that's it well, that's a bit harsh isn't it yeah she looks dead happy and then she's going to open it up and just find I mean it, it could be an old Steve it could be because it could be the work. idea that they keep <clears throat> passing each other. Because yes. it happened in our storyline, but the other way around. Yeah, she but they was ended old. up. To, yeah, but they ended up together. I know they ended up together. I think they travelled back in time because yeah. of the Infinity Stone. They did, yeah. They did. I got that I far think, in this one. I, yeah, think that could happen. I think it definitely says that we're going to get Captain Carter in season two. Yeah. Got to. We need yeah, yeah. That's got to be teasing a continuation. Yeah. Series wise, because we've done a poll for this, 
Good series. Did you enjoy it? I think I'd give it like a 6.8. <laughs> it's very specific. Well, I don't, I don't feel like I could give it a 7. One of, of our listeners has given it a point something, something, point something. And I thought that was funny. And the fact that you've just done it and you didn't even know that. No, I didn't Amazing. know that. Amazing. So I just, I don't, I don't think I can quite give it a 7. But I wouldn't have said it was a 6. Where would you put it amongst the other MCU shows? You can say it. Probably just below the middle. Really? Yeah, yeah. Of the other MCU shows? Yeah, because there's still some MCU shows. Oh, the shows. I thought you were yeah. talking about like no, all not the, the movies. No, 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 oh, no. Oh. oh, no, like Thor. It's much better than Thor. Sorry, that bottom. Yes, yeah, it, would, it bottom. would be at the bottom. Yeah. I think that they can learn a lot from it, though, for season two. Yeah. I think season two. I think they've just, they've thought, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Some episodes were great. Some episodes were not good at all. Yeah. But I think Marvel had a lot of confidence in this. And they thought that they that people would be a lot more accepting of yeah. things that they did, and and they weren't. So yeah. I think for season two, I think they've realised they've got to work a bit harder. Yeah, I think that season two will probably come a lot quicker than we think. Yeah, and I think if anything, season two will probably link to the wider MCU. Yeah, and I think they'll put more prominent links in every episode. Yeah, to the next to the next thing because I think that's what bugged people yeah, yeah. and I know people will know now that season 2 isn't going to be an anthology series it's going yeah. to be a, there's going to be an overarching story but yeah I think Marvel need to learn from this I think they can do animated I think yeah. the animation style towards the end was great yeah, yeah. but I think Marvel need to use this as something to learn from and do better yeah definitely do better from it shall we, uh, shall we see what the listeners thought yeah let's go for it Pod. Okay, so we decided that we didn't want anyone sitting on the fence on our first poll, so we literally just said, was this the best series ever or the worst series ever? <laughs> um, 63% said best series ever. Okay. 37 said worst series ever. That surprises me. It yeah. was very 50-50 the poll for a while, but I didn't, see, yeah, I didn't see the yeah. end of it until today. Yeah. Uh, and then we asked specifically, what did you think of the What If finale? Um, 82% said loved it. Amazing. 18% it was okay. Yeah. 0% said they hated it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. I didn't think we'd ever get there. No, and I didn't. I didn't think this would be the one that would get there either. I thought if last week's episode got some hate, yeah, this one was certainly going to get hate. Yeah. Because maybe I think last week's episode was better still. But yeah, I didn't think that would be the way. No, no, that would be the better way to go. Um, so James on Facebook said surprisingly good it definitely gave us more questions than answers does the watcher play a future are we going to see more multiverse versions crossing the barrier are we going to see more villains that were killed off come back besides spider villains obviously. I think we'll see the watcher in live action at the end of No Way Home I would love to see the watcher in live action yeah I think that I think you nailed it before saying it'll be the post the, the multiverse madness trailer will be the post credit scene or something yeah. into it I think that would be absolutely spot on. Just imagine seeing Jeffrey Wright yeah. with, his big, with, a big head. with his big head. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark Dave Moore VGC said, where's Dormammu, Shimagurath, Eternity and Infinity? Also seeing Ultron eat Galacticus would have been fun. Yes, that would have been good. I think we got like, not a teaser of Galacticus, but like last episode where we saw like giant Ultron eating the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be... Imagine seeing that in live action, but it's Galactus. That would be, be impressive. It's going to be good. Uh, Third World Nerd said, there's a lot of treats, but personally I need more of Captain Carter Black Widow team up. Yeah. 
I enjoyed it. I, I did, did enjoy it. Considering <clears throat> I thought that was probably the weakest episode, Captain Carter. You know what we this. said about the female thing? Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, like, because obviously it felt forced in Endgame. Yes. Can you imagine if we had a Captain Carter Black Widow and with the multiverses crossing over, they grabbed Shuri and uh, Pepper from Amazing. Thingy and then they had an all-female team. Yeah. Like, that's where that would work. Do you know what? Without though, it being forced. I didn't even notice and that maybe that's a bad thing or a good thing i didn't even notice that this was won by the female avengers no, didn't even cross my mind because it was done well and the, well it's it's not even that it's just and and i think this is where this is where like not necessarily problems lie but again i just thought of it as it's the it, it's the yeah. guys when it's the avengers it is do you know what i mean and putting it down to like a gender or a race or anything like that, I I like the fact that it's impartial completely. Yeah, it didn't it didn't make it feel like it was trying to do girl power or no. you know playing any cards or things like that. It was just uh, the good guys are winning. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's didn't what that I Beyonce liked about who it. runs the world playing over the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, man. No. Um, Thomas Carter Rochester said thoroughly enjoyed the season finale the collection of all the characters we've seen was great their interactions and callbacks were perfect and the action was otherworldly the animation proves its greatness in energy blasts all the Kirby dots yeah the animation uh, said this was amazing and there's a gif of party Thor screaming yes yes I like it Um, Janine want the Gamora ep yeah (laughs) I mean straight to the point love it well, that's Agree. it. Yeah, so yeah. disappointing that we didn't get that. And then, uh, Robin, okay. Uh, great finale with some awesome fights and potential connections to the future of the MCU. But one of my biggest gripes with this episode and the show as a whole is that it all felt rushed. And as much as I loved the show, that kind of ruined it for me. And that's what I thought, that it yeah. just felt, the fights, as much as I loved that big fight at the end, it all just felt very rushed. Yeah, I know. I think that's because we didn't get any overall story build in any of the episodes no. they tried to it didn't work the way no. that they did it uh, Wes Saga said incredible epic I'm hoping they follow up on some of these characters also what does it mean for the MCU proper if anything at all oh and does the TVA exist in what if did Ultron destroy them too oh, I didn't even think of no, that I didn't but think I like, of that I, I like, like that. that yeah Oh, but the T. oh yeah the TVA, well, I was going to say the TVA, there's just one TVA to all the multiverses, but we know there isn't because of the end of Loki. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good question. Like that. So, Lajah just said, episode four better. And I said, for season two, they definitely are going to need to cover more darker storylines. Those are my favourites. They did a few dark ones, but yeah, I like yeah. The, the dark episodes were good in this. Yeah, like, The strange episode is amazing. Yeah, so good. Uh, Maury said, Spider-Man got scammed, man. He did. <laughs> Where yeah. was Spider-Man? I really thought, I thought they were going to end up with the Spider-Man from what from the zombie, zombie episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, why, why was there nobody from the zombie episode? I don't know. Apart from Wanda. I don't know. Wanda Coyote. <laughs> the yikes <laughs> board. <laughs> uh, Bill Dungeon said, honestly, we knew this was built into this. What If was always a sandbox in the comics uh, to explore heroes and lore. It was an exciting payoff and it brings room for a lot more, but also expanding characters later. Also, it looked like they changed up uh, the Captain Carter model. Yeah, I think my like animation style, Yeah, he means, definitely. Looked so much better. Yeah. Looked miles better in this one. Um, Artina uh, said, it was a good episode, but I was waiting for a twist or ending, which revealed a lot more lore or impact of the main MCU. Yeah. Also, the whole series left me confused uh, on what's the role of Kang, the Timekeeper, and the Watcher. Yeah. 
because obviously the they're saying that the multiverse is centered around Kang trying to defeat himself all the way through and take control of everything. So and in all the multiverses that we've seen, and we haven't seen, we've not seen a, seen a of single him. Kang. No, no. Or have we? Have we? And we don't know. I I'd like that. So. I'd love that. Who? I'd love if we found out that like Black Widow is Kang. Gamora. No. <laughs> Gamora was Kang. Killmonger is Kang. <laughs> or Tony. That's why he keeps Tony, dying. Tony, yeah. <laughs> Tony. Um, JJ Lee said it was an amazing ending. I couldn't think of anything bad about it. I loved how they answered all the open endings with short scenes. Hope to see the Gamora episode in season two. Mm-hmm. Kids, what are we watching tonight? Said, I thought it was okay. Questionable garden ch- guardian choices. Gamora and Killmonger. Why not get another Clint Barnes? Suppose they had plot points though. Also felt very Dragon Ball Z, lots of big energy balls and explosions. I yeah. like that, yeah. But Gamora didn't have a plot point. No, she didn't. Didn't um, need her. I thought the series was good, but could have been better. Yeah. Uh, Jack Dawes just said, best what if episode so far. Fair play. I think it's up there for me, but I don't think I'd, be, I don't think I'd say it was the best. Yeah. But again, tell us uh, your opinion. <laughs> Rachel Miller said, I was very happy with the final episode. Loved the way he appeared saying, you have been chosen. Especially yeah. Thor not listening and Thor screaming when he picked him up. It was so, <laughs> so good. good it was fun, exciting, and the point is that it introduces us to the concept of the multiverse. Seeing different heroes fighting together, but not from the backgrounds we know. Multiverse can be a difficult topic to wrap your head around. And I think this is one of the points of what if to introduce the concept plus potential yeah. links for the future storyline too, maybe. I think it's so much better if you look at it like that. That is an excellent point. Because yeah, if yeah. you just go straight into the to No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness and throw all this multiverse stuff in, and we're not... Because let's be honest, most people have come into this and then gone, but that's not my MCU. Yeah. But that's the point. Yeah. You're but we're not going to go into No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness now, trying to wrap our heads around no. the multiverse or what's happening. No. This is it. Because we've this gone, is... okay, we just need to be open to anything. Exactly. That's yeah. an excellent point. And like yeah. you just said, it's a much better, it's a happier way of looking at the series yeah, as an yeah. intro. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, Nathan said, amazing, loved every minute of it. Only critique would be wanting Spider-Man in the team rather than Gamora, as she yeah. never had a standalone episode. Mm-hmm. Need to go to work now, but we'll definitely have a second watch later <laughs> on to take it all in. Love it. Um, Paul Sears said, overall, really enjoyed the series. The finale was much better than I was expecting. The multiverse brings so many uh, different stories to the MCU. It could become a bit confusing, but I'm so excited for it and looking forward to phase four and season two. Uh, Sheldon Pink said, my heart screams for more Captain Carter and Star-Lord T'Challa. All stories were tied up nicely with those little snippets, but left room for more with those two characters. I'm so here for that. So many great sequences. Ultimate nerdgasm. Amazing. Uh, Clifford Fort said, I couldn't get over the inconsistencies of the MCU's celestial rules during episode eight, but the characters' moments alone made me forget all about them. I'm glad Strange Supreme got the redemption win. Um, I mean, hello, said, dull as dishwater. The series has been all over the place, and despite the hype, it's a flat addition to the MCU. I get it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get the view of it being a bit bland. Yeah. Um, Erikin said, I really, really liked the episode. Uh, the action was an A+. The voice acting, the animation, even the pacing I thought was great. My only complaint is the way they beat Ultron. Um, I thought that was kind of bad, but everything else I loved. I would personally give this season of What If a 5.7 out of 10. And I know how I said <laughs> that I loved... talking. No. <laughs> I know how I said that I loved this finale, but the whole season was very mid in my opinion. Really hope they fix some of the issues of the show in season two. I think they will. Um, and then Aislin said, why Gamora? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And I don't know what they mean. 
It works. It works on so better. many. Why is Gamora? It works in so many ways. It works in so many ways. Exactly why Gamora, why we go um, Gamora, but yeah, perfect. I just had to include that one because I might have to make a bit of a TikTok with that and just what? say when you watch the final episode of What If, <laughs> why, why is Gamora? <laughs> Keeper of the Sacred Flame said MCU should leave interconnected TV shows to the DCU. Oof, burn. <laughs> That got dark quick, didn't it? It did get dark quick. Uh, Kenneth said, I was not wowed by this uh, final. Liked elements of it, for example, the Captain Carter and Natasha interactions. That was really cool. But as I feared, Ultron was defeated in what was seemingly with ease. And for this to be Chadwick's last MCU performance, it seemed so underwhelming to me. Yeah, Yeah, agree. Agree. Uh, I hope for the most part that season two focuses on Cap Carter uh, much more along with Uatu interfering more and more uh, and to see the consequences of those actions ripple across the Marvel multiverse. Uh, Geeky Nate said, got to say, I didn't like the last episode as much as the Ultron and Party Thor episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with Kenneth. It was a bit of an easy win. It feels like its purpose was to establish the true strength of Strange. Oh, that was a bit of a tongue twister. And I'm Got left, it, though. Well done. <laughs> thanks. And I'm, think, and I'm left thinking he's not a villain yet, but I reckon he will become one by not being able to control the beasts he's absorbed and maybe the true MOM villain. Ooh. I quite like that idea. Yeah, I like because that. He, he has kept struggling, and it's been quite a poignant thing, hasn't it? Yeah, I like that. Um, my other concern is that here on out, uh, any what-if season needs a multiversal threat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they'll go down the Kang route. No. And I don't want them to waste a good villain. No, no. Um, season two, I reckon, is Marvel Zombies spread into the mu- spreading to the multiverse to feed, and then we'll get the Watcher on trial for breaking the oath, possibly in a Fantastic Four film. Ooh, anyway, uh, final what if was going to be a what if Ultron won. Yeah, okay, that's what I've got covered. <laughs> <laughs> Question for the podcast, what if the other half was snapped in Infinity War? Oh. I like that. I didn't even know I had this. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Okay. I didn't know this was coming. What if the other half was snapped? So the ones that went stayed and the ones that stayed went. So what team would we have? We'd have Spidey. We'd have Doctor, we'd have Doctor Strange and Wonder. Yeah. Piece of cake. <laughs> Generally would be. It would <laughs> yeah, be. Probably. It probably wouldn't be as entertaining because no. we'd have Strange and Wonder. And would we have um, Wong as well, I assume? I think Wong got snapped. We'd have Wong, yeah. Yeah, I we'd... think it'd be... I think it'd be piece of this yeah. to be honest I don't think it'd be too much of a too much of a challenge you'd have Drax no. he's invisible <laughs> just sneak <laughs> sneak up on uh, Thanos and rob the infinity gauntlet yeah yeah I think it'd be however easy. on the more scientific side we'd lose the brains because yeah. we wouldn't have Hulk we wouldn't have Tony no we wouldn't but we'd have to so have to one be, day it'd have to be a magical approach rather yeah. than a scientific approach yeah I think they'd do it though yeah I think they'd do it Okay. Mad like wonder that. because she's lost vision. Yeah. Look out I and mean, look how she imagine, did against Thanos. Can you imagine the fight between Squidward and Wanda? Yes. That'd be an epic. That would oh, be I an need epic to see fight. that. Yeah. I need that would be really good. We'll never see it. No. Gutted. Um and then we actually had uh, a quick comment about the Resident Evil trailer as well from oh, Mischievous yeah. Scamp. I'm excited for a reboot of this franchise as they have a decent cast lineup, so I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, as I said, I, it, the trailer didn't sell me, but I was already looking forward to it, and it didn't, it hasn't put me off, should we say? I'm still looking forward to it. It's just made me a little. I mean, bit I'll still watch it. Let's be honest. Yeah, we but, will. 
We'll do it, we'll do it on yeah. the podcast if you yeah. want. Is that us then? That's everyone. Right, should we do the wrap up? Yeah. Right, so thanks for listening to the show and don't forget to come back next week for our full review of Venom Let There Be Carnage and our breakdown of DC Fandom, which is all coming in next Sunday's episode, Exciting. not Friday. We'll also have our patron exclusive Into the Podverse episode dropping next week where we'll be giving you our MCU ranking. Seeing where uh, Shang-Chi slots into the, into what, 26 movies, 25 movies? It's too many. There's not. Give us, <laughs> give us more. But more. that will be available next week on our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, you can find all our episodes at thatsuperherothing.com along with all of our social media links. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. On the website, you can also sign up for our email newsletter where you'll receive new episode alerts and news on upcoming shows. And then you can contact us on any of our socials and submit thoughts and theories for next week's Podfans Assemble. If you've enjoyed the show, please do consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. It does really help us out massively. It helps us get seen by new people and yeah. get new listeners. And subscribe as well. If you're not subscribed and you're just going and checking us out every week, subscribe as well. That helps massively. Yeah. And it's easier. You don't have to go looking for us every week. No. We just land in your podcast app type in thing. In your podcast inbox. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, patrons, um, you can, uh, if you want to support the show, go to thatsuperherothing.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash thing. There are uh, loads of bonus episodes on there. You'll also get access to the Discord server where you can listen in live. Yeah. As we've got a few of our patrons listening as we yeah, speak. Yeah. And then uh, patron shout outs, we've got Keeper of the Sacred Flame, Stephanie, Geek and Eight, Kenneth, and Richard. So thank you Cheers, again guys. massively for supporting the show. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Other than that, though, I think that's it. So yeah. what if over on to six weeks of trying to find other things to talk about <laughs> please carry on listening no pressure <laughs> I know yeah no pressure to be interesting for six more weeks with nothing but as we said we've got loads to talk yeah, about yeah yeah we we've have we've got loads uh, that's, us for, that's it from us though guys speak to you next week see you later bye bye, bye.